Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Taylor. Um, first of all, hello. Thank you for joining us. It's so lovely to be with you again. Yes. What we're doing today might seem a little bit, a little bit, uh, out of date, considering Valentine's Day was a month ago. Ish. But we just really couldn't pass up the chance, even though we already did pass up the chance to do this episode. Um... This 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 episode was suggested by our good friend Roger, one of our listeners. Thank you so much, Roger, because this was a gift, a beautiful gift that it we received today. So exhausting to watch and listen to. So painful. This episode that we watched is a bonus episode featured on this DVD, and it is the Ghost Adventures Valentine's Day special. Ooh. Yeah. So you, I mean, you know right off the gate that what you're getting into is going to be challenging television. Um, what you may not know from the get-go is that the first quarter of the episode is a clip show in which the guys kind of just go over their dumbest, stupidest... Love-related. Love-ghost bullshit. You know, wherever they've made asses of themselves trying to sleep with ghosts and of course bringing up the incubus succubus oh my god episode again get over it and one of the funny things i loved about this is that like they they show these clips and then we see a, a like a full episode of these boys investigating a sort of romance themed kind of place and the level of maturity with which they handle it has not really changed at all over time also they make an effort to acknowledge People trolling them, which I thought was an interesting uh, artistic choice, perhaps. I don't understand why they did this. They put clips from Chelsea Handler and the soup, the soup where they're making fun of Zach Baggins. Yeah, really doing our work for us on this episode. I mean, I guess kudos to Zach for allowing himself to be made fun of. But obviously it bothers him enough to have to include it in his show. So that you know, he knows. That you know. That you're all making fun of him. I think it's more so like an ego stroke. It's more of like a look at what I've done and look at where I am, regardless of the context. Mm. Sure, Mm. yeah. You're not getting made fun of by Chelsea Handler on public television. Exactly. But I love the comments that they made, like Chelsea Handler talking about his muscle shirt. Cramming himself into a tiny t-shirt and uh, Joel McHale Oh man, Joel McHale hit him with a good one about how he goes for dead women because he can't get any live ones. <laughs> right, he's the best uh, seducer for the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was like an extremely scripted segment between the boys. Oh, like they're just sitting yeah. in a fake restaurant having a fake conversation about all their ghost times with with a bunch of actors pretending to be on Valentine's Day dates in the background. So Zach, like, decides in this moment, he wants us to feel that he's deciding in this moment that he's going to do a lockdown at the place where they are right now. Yeah. He makes a big 
uh, scene about it. He does like a big showy proclamation to all of the diners and says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and have sex with this ghost tonight, basically. And he says, um, there's a very attractive female ghost in here who is my Valentine tonight, as all the <laughs> diners are sitting in couples. So he wants to make it seem like he also has one. Can we also mention that, like, they're sowing the seeds for this sort of competition between Zach and Aaron um, about seducing ghosts <laughs> to where, but, but Nick is exempt because he is married. But um, Zach, Zach keeps repeating that. Zach asks Aaron how his love life is, and he goes, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron. It's great that he has, like, from the get-go, Zach has an obvious disdain for, like, love and and relationships and romance and when he introduces the episode being like the valentine's day episode he's exclaiming pretty much how disgusted he is with the whole idea of it but it's like okay zach that's probably not why you're disgusted with it kind of going on for a little while about how you're disgusted about it zach like you really end up talking about it it's a little bit of overkill it tells us something it tells us more than i think you wanted to tell us um, Zach wears a very seductive satin jacket in oh. this episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What's this voice, this character you've created? It's my fake, um, being seduced by Zach Bagan's satin jacket. Mm, okay. And also- It makes me shiver. Oh, wow. <laughs> Zach um, makes it a point to say that he's been touched here, and he points to his crotch, but what you see very clearly in the picture is that he's got a chain on his pants right where it says uh, he's being touched. Is this the Good clip? point. This is a, a clip beforehand from a previous episode, and also in one of the uh, clips beforehand, they talk about um, being touched by the ghost and um, how the ghosts have sex in the room, and Zach opines basically that it must be Ghost having sex because the female voice is very high pitched. <laughs> oh God! Yes, this was from the Birdcage Theater episode. You guys, we actually did Birdcage Theater mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can go dear. back to that one if you want more. So this uh, episode takes place in shit. I didn't actually write down where it's sad. Sorry, it's in Massachusetts. Okay, Sadbury, Massachusetts. Um, I, think, I believe it is Sudbury, not Sadbury. It's very sad. Sad town. It's sad because of all the buried dead people. Ooh. Um, (laughs) It takes place at an inn called the Wayside Inn. The Wayside Longfellow Inn. Oh, sorry. To be because because it's named after Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Right. As we learn. And apparently, this sex woman that Mm, sex woman. That's what Zach has envisioned her as. Uh, Her name is Jerusha. 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 Jerusha the sex woman. And she's known as the Belle of Sadbury. And apparently <laughs> she fell in love with a semen, which... Okay, there's no... Okay. Nobody can be a fucking grown-up about this. Literally anytime somebody says something that can be construed in a sexual manner in any way, they have the exact same reaction throughout the entire episode, which is that goes, <laughs> did you... Oh, did you hear some... <laughs> Like a sixth grader. Yeah, like a fucking 12-year-old, he said he does this shit. And it does, like, throughout the whole episode, lockdown included, anytime anything even remotely sexual comes up, he, like, goes to pieces immediately, gesturing at it and, like, laughing nervously. <laughs> oh, I also, um, fun fact about this place, Henry Ford was the last uh, private owner. Oh, 
Oh, cool. I totally yeah, missed that. <laughs> well, it wasn't mentioned in the episode. I just got curious. So you can visit. Oh. And there is employment opportunity if you're curious. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to work in a hotel where... Uh, if you want to... <laughs> trying to not, not kink shame anybody. If you want to work at a hotel that specifically caters to people who want to have sex with ghosts, you have an in now. Yeah. Right. Um, apparently this Belle of Sadbury... <laughs> Kills me that this place is called Sadbury. Sudbury. Is it? I think it sounds better as Sadbury. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sud- certainly more thematically appropriate. Sudbury, I mean, it's got the word suds in it. And that's not. It's not as appealing. It's like sponge bath. Ugh. Right. That? Also, um, relating to when they introduced the location, they have this nice new animation where they're like <laughs> reading a poem over yes. it. I thought that was a nice new touch. Oh, so Zach God. wrote a poem uh, because apparently, so no, he's trying to figure out what she likes because yes. he wants to get in her pants, or rather, she wants he wants her to get into his pants. It's his mission, as he kind of explained in the the fake dining room to all the fake diners, which I I have a feeling they didn't realize what they were getting themselves into. Right? Like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're getting the, hired for this ghost hunting show. They and thought then, they were going to be, like, fucking extras. And 100% did not get paid for that, though. Yeah. Uh, not They did not get paid to deal with douche chills. Um, <laughs> Zach makes no bones about his um, goal in this episode. He's clear that he is single and, and ready, ready to, to mingle. mingle. He's which, it. by the way, is an actual tweet that he tweeted once. Oh, man. When some person tweeted him asking if he was dating, and he replied, I'm single and ready to mingle. So, yeah, obviously he's very, um, he wants the ghost to try to, um, oh, I don't know. You use your imagination of what he wants the ghost to do. Mess with his bowels. <laughs> Mess with his dick. I was trying to think of a better way to say that, but yeah, oh, sure. Man. So he speaks. We're really earning that explicit tag today. <laughs> he um, talks to another man who had an experience, as he called it, oh, my God. in room nine and ten. So this Jerusha woman, who he is trying to seduce, was apparently uh, there with a seaman, as uh, Zach keeps trying to say, and the host just eventually. Like, just call it a sailor. Just call it a sailor because he can't say seaman, <laughs> right, laughing. without laughing. So he just calls it a sailor. Well, apparently she fell in love with this man. He had to go away, and she died of a broken heart. Because he and, never returned, right? Right. Yeah. And um, so then she died in room uh, nine or ten. She was in room nine or ten. So that's the rooms that they decide to stay in. And apparently these are very active rooms, and they speak to mm. the guy that had an experience there who was also married. Mm. The, Ghostly menage a trois. <laughs> yeah, he 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 sort of hints at the at having a threesome with the ghost because he says he's bringing his wife up next time. No, no, no. He no. does. He does say he's this. A, he does. I say think this. he's just joking <laughs> because he was pretty okay. like he One was. Would hope. I the this way this dude had kind of like a Gary Gygax vibe to him. He, what? No, I think he was just saying that. Okay, so he basically says that that when he was in bed one night. And I guess his wife wasn't there with him at the time. It was just him. He felt someone reach over and hold him, kind Aww. of. And That's kind of nice. Yeah. And he said, and, and Zach's like trying to, you know, egg him on into like, oh, yeah, did you have sex with her? Was she feeling you up and down? Like just, you know, stupid hinting and, 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 and looking at him all funny. And he was like, oh, no, it was just kind of comforting. And 
I feel like we learn a lot about Zack in this episode. We like really nothing do. that's a surprise, but but it's interesting to see it laid bare so so fully for us. I don't think I've ever felt as bad for Zack as I did oh, in this episode. Yeah, for sure. Like this is a real Zack Bagans Ooh. is the underdog episode. And you just you feel the pain for his uh loss of love, but at the same time it's Zack. I mean Who would who could? Who could love him? It's kind of like, okay, you know how there's, you know how, the, <laughs> you know how there's Facebook and Tumblr, and Facebook is like a superficial type social media site mm. where it's kind of just like your advertisement for your face. Facebook, right? And Who then there's, it? and then there's Tumblr, which is like your diary, and you put very personal stuff on there. Right. I have both, and so this is like my interpretation of both social and media sites. And Twitter is like the bathroom at the bar where everybody and goes to complain about the other two social media yes. websites. And you know those Facebook friends that treat Facebook as if it's Tumblr. Oh man, the overshare. Ooh. I bet Zach overshares on Facebook for sure. Yes, like, that's what I'm getting at. I think that's Zach. He is the type that Puts Z way too much for comfort. Zach's the kind of guy to update his status to say, like, really feeling this breakup, kind of wondering if love is out there. And then when you comment, hey, dude, what's wrong? He goes, I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> Just really fishing for it, like, super hard. Yeah. And then, like, Aaron and Nick are his only friends, so he, like, makes them like all of his when, stuff. When they don't, he he has a fear By the way, it. if there are any of you who do treat Facebook like Tumblr, please... For your own best interest, stop. All these websites are free, you know. Like you can keep keep the keep the personal stuff to Tumblr because it it just is not a good thing to put that shit on Facebook. You know what you do? You start your own TV show and disguise it under the oh uh, guys that you are hunting ghosts, you get, and you really just need friends and companionship. You're hunting ghosts, but what you're really hunting. Is love. love. <laughs> See, same hat. We did. Yeah, it. yeah, same. Uh, same hat. Uh, so, <laughs> so Zach also spends a, a fair bit of time making the concierge of this hotel really uncomfortable, asking questions like, "So, do any single guys get hit on by this ghost, or is it just guys in relationships?" Oh God! And remember, he goes after all the ladies yeah. in this place. Oh man! So, so yes, yeah, so, no. He's trying to warm his game up. He's trying to like get his get ready mm -hmm. and like get practiced in the art of flirting right mm -hmm. so once you get the whole you know history of the show or history of the uh location then zach decides they're gonna go on a lockdown but before he does that he needs to warm himself up so he goes around to hotel guests which like if this were me i'd be so uncomfortable oh, he's like, mind-bogglingly they are up. so uncomfortable you can feel you it all of these people. He walks up to a woman who's working at the gift shop and he's like, come here often. And she says, yeah. And he goes, why? <laughs> what the f- And she says, I work here. God bless this woman for, for right. dealing with this tactfully. And then there's another lady who he's literally fucking, chasing. She hightails it out of there immediately. And she's even like shaking her head and waving her hand Dude, like, no, 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 no. She sends her husband down. <laughs> she sends her husband over and Zach backs off. Because it's a man. Yeah. And he doesn't want the duck. He or apparently. Does he? Or does he? He says your smile shines like a butterfly, which like 
I don't know. So yeah. can we get to get to the poetry? Because Zach hears that Jerusha's two favorite things are music and poetry, yeah. so he decides he's going to try both of these things. Uh-huh. He writes her a poem. No, first and, he does the piano. Oh, he does the piano thing, which, if you all remember our last episode, he does an embarrassing piano thing where he just hits basically any fucking note mm-hmm. and calls it a song. He does literally exactly that in this episode also. Mm-hmm. But they try to do this, like, play-acting thing where he's, like... Mm. Pretending he wasn't just caught playing piano yeah. and Nick and Aaron are like, yeah, we just heard you playing piano. But it's like, it was clearly staged. Also, when he's talking poetry outside, he obviously has a microphone on. Right. Yeah, he has a fucking microphone while he's doing this poetry and it's supposed to be candid. But I fully believe that the wipeout was not planned. Oh, yeah. As so if this wasn't painful enough to watch. Zach eats shit entirely, falls flat on his ass. He while sleeps on res- black eyes. Yes, while reciting this poem. They show this, counting the two replays that we get, we do get a double replay of this instance. It's also in two of the, like, before the break previews. We see him fall on his ass five times in this episode. (laughs) It was really good. Kudos to whoever edited this, because... Yes, thank you. I'm sure it's Aaron. What if it's... It could be Billy. It could be Billy Tolley. Billy, by the way, hey, I I know y'all Billy Tolley fans were waiting for this day. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else. Billy Tolly is with us. I just fucking hate how he has a mohawk. Because right. mohawks are cool and Ghost Adventures is not cool. <laughs> and also his is just not It's very I mean weird. it's it's okay. Okay. It's alright. It's like it's like a six out of ten. I'm sure he has a shitty little make believe punk band. You know, he has kind of a small head. For his mohawk. For his buddy. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's detrimental to the hawk, really. But he does yeah. get rid of it later on. I, I it does make me sad that Billy clips his wings in this way. There's just no context for his mohawk. What's the point of him being there in the first place? He's the A V guy, but which why? means he's just <laughs> listening to all of the fucking microphones. This fucking dude is chilling out, spending all night in the van watching these static night vision cameras for anything spooky. Yeah. Right. So what I am getting from this is they're putting a guy in a van to watch this stuff that he never gets to like put his input in or like <laughs> there's at no point where he's just like oh my gosh did you guys catch this where they nope. cut to him no he's just there i think honestly no no he does actually have mics in in many episodes where oh, he's okay. listening not this and he'll... one though. not okay. this one right, right, right. not this one but he does communicate with people. oh okay kid because i just thought he might have been like you know an no, extra he does serve a very important purpose Billy's extremely important later on and yeah. His purpose is to scream like a girl. <laughs> okay, not like a girl. Sorry, like, that's I gotta demeaning. Say, no, Billy Tolly screams like... The Wilhelm he, scream. Billy Tolly screams as though his life is in imminent peril. Like, <laughs> immediate... Like, there is someone with a physical human being, not a ghost, with a knife here to kill me. It's like... That, <laughs> yeah, you just destroyed our Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. No, that's what he does, too. Yeah. So you're giving them the real experience. This is before he's like a fully fledged member of the crew, though. He's just the AV guy in this episode. Yeah. Which means that officially the lie about them not having a camera crew is... That's officially out the window. You do have a crew now, guys. (laughs) Okay, so going into the actual lockdown, (laughs) one of my favorite things that Zach says is that the inn is over 100 years old, Mm -hmm. which means... Oh, God. And this can't mean anything else, that there are trapped souls. Not that that it's an old building, but that there are trapped souls here. He makes the immediate leap that because we don't know everything about this building, that means there are tons of people who died in a terrible passion and left behind trapped spirits. Right. So I have written down on my notes, Zach 
saying, quote, I'm here looking for it, too. What was that in reference What's the to? It? What's the it, Zach? What is, the, what is the it? Can I say we actually did skip over something that's beautiful, which was Zach um, going into Jerusha's room and pulling out the very oh. private letters that people have yeah. written to oh her. Oh, my God. Yeah. So apparently it's a tradition that if you go into this room and you have an encounter with Jerusha, then what you do is you write a letter about it and you sort of stick it like you hide it somewhere in the room. And like, I have a feeling most of these are pretty personal and secret and, and it would be pretty disrespectful to like mm -hmm. read them aloud on national television, mm -hmm. which is exactly what Zach does. Mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. Because Zach has no sense of what is uh, socially acceptable. <laughs> no. Well, and there, there, so there is a big, big chest in the room that's filled with these letters. And then there are letters that are carefully folded and squeezed in between like uh, wood boards in the walls. And it's those ones that he pulls out and starts reading. Of course. Because, yeah, it's Zach. But leave no trace. Right. Leave no trace. I thought that was for camping, not ghost hunting. It is. National Monuments of all kinds. Uh, so one of the things uh, is that Zach brought a box of chocolates to this lockdown. Mm. A heart-shaped heart one. Definitely bought from, like, a Walgreens or something. Uh, he thinks he's being funny about his, like, his ghost desires, but really, I think it's pathetic. I think it's just honesty coming out. Like it's it's under the guise of a joke, but it feels so honest. Like I know we, you know, I, you know, everyone has their their preferences, and people have fetishes, I, and that's cool. That's totally fine. We should say definitely, we're really not. We're not to, king shaming. We're not king shaming. If this is your thing, if you are into this, that's totally cool. The reason we make fun of Zach is because he builds his whole brand. I feel like we've said this before. Yeah. We he builds his whole brand out of being a tough guy, and like, he's clearly not. He's clearly not. Maybe maybe he's trying to tell us that ghosts are what get him off, and that's this, why he started the whole show. This whole TV show is a cry for help. Absolutely. It's it's like when you see. By the way, guys, I hate to break this to you if this is news, but if you have a gigantic ass truck with gigantic ass wheels hoisted up on the, what do you call them? The springs. Jack. The, the lifts. Lifts. Jacks. Whatever uh, the fuck well, it is. Uh, oh, yeah. We clearly don't, so. It is screaming. I don't think any of the three insecurity. of us are like, the last word on traditional masculinity in any, <laughs> to any degree. And that that is exactly wh what Zach Beckins is. Is that really insecure dude who isn't sure about no not just isn't sure about is scared of <laughs> his potential his true his, sexuality his burgeoning sexuality what yes. we're trying to say here is ghosts make zach horny and he's <laughs> he's trying to cover it up by making jokes but it's okay zach it's fine you can you can be that that's, that's why he be. started the show is to discover his hidden Sexuality. It's okay if you'd like an incubus over a succubus. You know what they say? It takes all sorts to make a world, Zach. <laughs> he even says that he wants to know more about the spirit world before he goes there. He's like, he gets really honest in that moment. He's like, I just really, I do this because I want to know. Which is totally contradictory for considering the whole setup of this stupid ass episode can we can we talk about like some of the okay so they, they do the sequence where they he's going over like all of the equipment they've brought which is like everything it's fucking oh, everything. everything they didn't skip a beat they've got this they've got the px device which is the spirit speaking spell they've got the spirit box they've got uh full spectrum ir and um 
What does he call it? What's the other one? Wait, Secret I have it written down here. So spirit box, EMS yes. detector, infrared digital still camera. Yes, so they've, yes, the uh, IR still camera. The thermal fucking, the imaging thermal. camera and full spectrum camera. What okay. Is, yeah, the full spectrum okay. camera. Let me let me just let me just soapbox on this real quick. Um so the 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 full spectrum camera, he says captures all spectrums of light. Now, I know we if you've listened hmm. to previous episodes, hmm. we've talked about inf- uh, 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 electromagnetic radiation. Light is like one kind of, en- of, of, of energy. Like the whole range of energy. So to say the full spectrum... You're talking about radio waves, microwaves, u- ultraviolet rays, heat radiation. gamma rays, a cosmic rays, like... Where does the where does he has this no stop? idea what he's talking where about? Where are the brackets on and, this full spectrum? And by the way, I looked up uh, full spectrum cameras, which by the way are sold all over Amazon. Like Kodak makes okay, can these. Can you things. tell me how much money they cost? Oh, they're the like hundred and eighty something dollars. <laughs> but like literally, Kodak makes these for ghost hunters. No, it's in the description. Oh. So it's not just it's not just Bill Chappell no. out there. Bill Chappell does not have the market. No, corner. if you really want a ghost hunting camera, you can go on. Don't go to on Amazon right Please. now. Kodak has, Kodak has this show to thank and all the other ghost hunting shows to thank. <laughs> Just go for, through Kodak's website. Right, for this niche market of ghost hunters that need these cameras who are willing to spend that yeah. money. How do you think they feel? Do you think they're like laughing all the way to the bank? Oh, hell I would be. yeah. <laughs> but by the way, these full spectrum cameras only capture... <laughs> UV? No, visible and a type of infrared and sometimes a little UV. So more of a like bigger spectrum that would be accurate than full spectrum yeah right but it sounds or it's not even when you say full spectrum i would say it's partial spectrum it's partial spectrum some <laughs> of the spectrum can i just say the cat looks extremely cute right now oh she looks very cute she's a little loaf sitting right next to her mom's foot yeah she's got nice. my foot on a chair and she's snuggling next to it like a little bread loaf are you jiggling her yeah i'm jiggling yeah. her butt just jiggling her so those those EVPs, though, I must say, and I will say this in every episode because I feel like I have a healthy amount of skepticism because of this show. Uh, the EVPs always just sound like what they want them to sound oh, like. Oh, yeah, for sure. But my favorite EVP, and I think one of the few, we didn't get very many EVPs in this, um, more of the, what do they call it, the ghost speaking spell? The PX device. The PX device, yes. Um, but the first, one of the first EVPs that we got, Zach is standing on the stairs. And he's talking to the ghost and he says, like, without a doubt that she is responding to them (laughs) because she must say that they are strong. That is what the the EVP is saying is that they are strong. I mean, in reality, it sounds like. Yeah, (laughs) it's so far from human speech in what it sounds like it could be. That it's it's even it's absurd even for the standards that this show sets. Yeah, apparently on their full spectrum camera, they capture a white mist, mm. a white mist the where white they mist. can clearly see the body and the the flowing gown mm. and the head. Don't forget the head. The yeah. head is there. Which, like, when you see it, it's the same thing as the EVP. It's if you want to see it, it's there. If you kind of squint. There's like one part of the picture that's right. a little lighter. And then they get their, is it their ghost box? What's the, what's yeah, they get the, the, the PX device uh, out. And that says starts, words. Okay, so this is this is the <laughs> thing that this, this chafes me so badly. They say that the ghosts are able to interact with this thing in a way that generates words. How do the ghosts know how to interact with it? Is there a fucking manual that they read when they cross over to the other side that's like, here's all the shit that, the, that human beings are up to right now to try and communicate with us. So to learn how to use these. 
This is if Zach can't even figure out how this thing actually works, how is a ghost supposed to figure so it out? It's so patently absurd. There's no reason a ghost would know how to use this device. Yeah, but anyway. But anyway. Apparently, it says the words gentle, lay, <laughs> tickle, <laughs> and then this is the one that gets Zach oh. extremely oh, he's like, giddy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if Aaron laid down, if Nick laid down in this bed, what would you do to him? And then they hear the word affair, and Zach is just like, oh, 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 oh. oh did you hear it said affair? Oh, did you hear? Oh, guys, it's like a fucking eighth grader spelling out boobs on his calculator yeah. and <laughs> laughing at his friends with it. Um, Aaron ends up going to, is it room 10, I think? Yes, they split Aaron and Nick, yeah. Aaron and Zach rather, into rooms 10 and 9, respectively, while, no. Yes, while Nick goes down to investigate the rest of the hotel by and himself. Z- and, and Aaron on camera is like doing a mini strip tease. Ugh. This was amazing. Also, this is like the first time I think I've ever seen him take the vest off. <laughs> he wears this like tactical it's like part vest. part of his body. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a piece of him. <laughs> and they sort of set up this like competition. It's like Darth Vader. <laughs> he needs it to live? Yeah. <laughs> it's a risky taking it off. Yeah. And then for Zach, it's his belt buckle. If he takes off the belt buckle, the, his, the, his legs separate from his body. The, <laughs> it's like that fucking scary stories to tell in the dark bit. <laughs> the green ribbon. <laughs> oh, God. And and I removed the belt buckle. And, and his, his legs fell off. <laughs> That's even better. Um, so they, they set up, like I was saying, they set up this weird con conflict between zach and aaron where it's like they're trying to have a competition to see who can get the ghost right um which is funny because they both believe they have an experience this evening so it's like is the ghost popping over to room to room (laughs) that's what i was thinking too i'm like is there if they're both talking to jerusha which great name by the way that's hey let's put those back in the baby books no kidding but anyway if they think they're both having an experience with this woman like I said, is she just popping back and forth between the rooms? Or, or is it the male spirit? The, the incubus. Because there is a, a male voice that they hear. That Zach hears, notably. So how do they know it's a female giving them chills and mm. tingles and stuff? Can I say, um, hearing Zach refer to Jerusha in this episode as, quote, an aggressive sexual spirit... <laughs> Took five years off the end of my life. It was like smoking a whole pack of cigarettes. It was the health effect that this the sound of file had on my body. Aaron gets very real with the ghost about his love troubles, Mm -hmm. and he also blames it on women. Women Women calls them evil. He's like, he's like, I've had my heart broken too. You women are evil. You women can be evil. Nobody understands my weird hobby. Not exactly the way to Laura. Well, a human or a ghost. Yeah, no, living or dead, that's probably not going to be a slam dunk. Yeah. (laughs) Starting off your conversation, you're evil. Just, I mean, for any of the single viewers listening, not a good way to go about it. Yeah, hey, resentment is usually kind of a turn off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I Demonization (laughs) of a human being. (laughs) Or just, you know, a whole gender, it's It's, fine. It's kind of our (laughs) Valentine's Day episode. We're giving all this love advice. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this is our we're paying respect for missing a Valentine's Day. Uh it's spirit box time. Wait, did we this... talk about Aaron's little poem? Oh shit. Can you recall it? Roses are red. 
out. This, by the way, he's saying this laying down in bed with the camera facing his Billy face. Billy told. By the way, this is all intercut with footage of Billy <laughs> watching this. Yeah. Footage of Billy Which in makes the bed. Uncomfortable because it's very self realizing. Yeah. It sort of <laughs> takes you out of the experience. Right. Like gives you a level removed. Right. So this is it. <clears throat> Roses are red. Violets are blue. This is a poem. You want to come sit with me? <laughs> Oh, that's a way. It's a real, uh, that's an aphrodisiac right there. I right? love that he says, I even brought you chocolates. Like, he gets so, like, so entitled about it. Right? Like, I went all through, went through all this trouble. He's like, I mean, and it, it's so funny because, like, we've talked about this whole time. Like, this episode really shows the true colors of every member. Absolutely. And especially, like, Aaron and Zach, obviously, in the way that they, like, lure women. Because, like, uh... You know, Zach tweeting about single and ready to mingle. Well, there's a reason. And this episode really gives us that. <laughs> and I think there's a reason that Aaron is single. And this reason gives us that. Or this episode gives oh, us that reason. Oh, I just... I'm sorry. No, you're it's fine. But just, just had a yes, of course. I just had a realization. Another comparison of Zach Baggins to something else or someone else. Have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? <gasps> you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. What's his name? What's okay, the character? So... Oh, fuck. What is his name? I gotta look it up. It's the guy who's a virgin. But he doesn't want to... He thinks... He wants everyone to think he's like Don Juan. And he wants to get in with um the girl with the bubble gum. Um, Played by... Um... By the blonde lady, yeah. whose name I'm Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what her name is. What is this actor's fucking name? I, he's I'm, in a lot of stuff. He's fucking funny as hell. Yeah, he's a brilliant comedian. That's that's Zach because he, he's all buff. He talks about how how many ladies he gets. Okay, Victor is the name of the character on Wet Hot American Summer, okay. played by the one, the only Ken Marino. Okay, there you go. Big shout out to him. That's, Big up. That's Zach Baggins. But in a and Aaron is is the little the little dorky guy who's his like plus his sidekick, one. Yeah. yeah, right. But then, like I said, like he just acts like it's his entitled like his right to. Mm. He brings chocolates. He like yeah. He's like I offered to cuddle you. I even offered a kiss. And then he's like, nice guys finish last, right? He's totally one of those guys, and it's like. A little uncomfortable, but put yourself in that situation. Like, imagine Aaron is trying to seduce you, and you just not. Like, <laughs> can I not? Can I exempt myself? Uh, you know, listen with me, if you will. And and he is trying to seduce you, mm. and he offers you to cuddle. You say no. He offers you a kiss. Ooh, he yeah, even uh, offers you chocolates. <laughs> imagine what you're feeling. Dead or alive, I, I imagine. imagine that's what they feel. <laughs> he and his his extra large t shirts that he wears, he probably reeks oh. of Axe body oh, spray. God. Oh god! But See, come on, we feel so bad for the guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just put him on an episode of Queer Eye. You know, let's let's get Queer Eye season two, Ghost Hunters only. Right. It'll take a whole season. It, it will absolutely to fix these poor broken men. Um, they, they, Zach believes he hears a conversation between two ghosts in this episode coming through on the spirit box, which is a device that scans through radio stations. Mm-hmm. I feel like that he's not putting two and two together correctly. No, he doesn't. He, well, he thinks that it's not possible. It's not possible that I could be hearing people on the radio on this device that scans through radio stations. Well, it scans <laughs> too fast, Max. Oh, okay. Uh, Zach says to the ghost, asks, can you do me a favor and touch a part of my body right now? No, okay. He says, can you touch 
a part of my body right now. Like, he draws that pause out. Yeah. But I like how he asks for the consent. Can you please do me a favor and touch can, a part of my body? Can you touch a part of my body? He didn't yeah, say, I guess he doesn't you say, like will to? you? Or would you? Yeah, that's true. But do you want to? That would be a better question. Right. But I think um, that's Very probably something that he says in real life, too. Please, you know, can you please, please touch a part of my body? Please, please have sex with me. <laughs> Uh, he tries to sort of make himself seem honorable too at the same time while he's doing all of this. Like he's doing the the, the oh, chivalrous God. thing with this ghost woman. Well, after all this, like, will you touch a part of my body shit and everything else that happened throughout this episode, he talks about, you know, you know, how I, I love doing this and I, this oh, is what yes. I'm passionate about. He really, really lays his soul bare for all of us. And I feel like unintentionally admits before God and all of America that he really wants to have sex with ghosts. That's his, like, major driving force. And he ends this speech by looking directly at the camera and saying, Happy Valentine's Day, which is, like, scripted. It is so sad. Yeah, I mean, it's the perfect way to end a very sad episode. (laughs) Oh, but that's not the end. That's only the end of the lockdown. Oh, that's true. They, uh... (laughs) We get two afterwards sessions one in which zach says i was waiting for it to keep going but you know it didn't i want more yeah uh he he said he he got teased in a sick weird way i was real intrigued by it i felt like i was being teased i wanted more teased a ghost tease okay only zach baggins would be upset about a ghost tease referring to a potential sexual encounter as being teased is what men babies say True. Also, ghost teases. Yeah. It's like just man, baby Zach Baggins. Yeah. It. So he decides that he's going to go spend one more night in Jerusha's room. No cameras. Allowed. What do you think he was doing in that room? Let's not think about that. But, you know, think about it. He wrote a, <sighs> he wrote a letter uh, using a fancy feather quill pen. <laughs> To her, and then invites us all because I'm sure he's contractually obligated by the Travel Channel to invite people to travel places. He invites us all to go there and and spend a night with Jerusha. I bet I just want to see like what he wrote on that piece of paper with the quill. It was probably like a drawing of two giant boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like what you see? And then like a ghost bottom area. Hundred percent. It was his more of his shitty poems. Where, oh, that he God. thought he was just being so suave. Your smile <laughs> is like a butterfly. How can a smile be like a butterfly, Zach? That's what I want to know. If you ever hear it, let Have me know. Have you ever seen a butterfly's face? Ugly. They nasty. It used to be a caterpillar, okay? A caterpillar. I, mean, I think it's an improvement. <laughs> like, take away the wings. That is a scary insect. Am I the only person on the planet who, like, is really grossed out by caterpillars? Of course not. I think they're horrifying. I and think nasty. they're cute. They're disgusting. But that's a, you know. I don't like how they don't have legs. They just have like elbows. You know, they have like <laughs> they have like nubs that they walk on. I hate it. And they're so squishy. And sometimes they get really fucking big, and that's not cool. And then they turn into butterflies. I love the butterfly. Yeah, it's all. Weird but then to their me. body becomes goo in the process. <laughs> I saw this great tweet that was like, "Do caterpillars know that they're going to turn into a butterfly, or do they just build a cocoon like, oh, what am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, this is totally interesting and a little. Okay, totally interesting and a little off uh, subject, but apparently, caterpillars when they're like 
making their body goo and then they turn into butterflies. It's the same brain. They did like a study where they oh, electrocuted. Yeah, they remember stuff. Yeah, they like electrocuted caterpillars when there was like a certain scent and the caterpillars would obviously freak out. And then when those same caterpillars turned into butterflies, they they do the same scent and the caterpillars would freak out. <gasps> So, kind of interesting. So, really, when you think about it, Zach Bagans is just a caterpillar waiting to turn into a beautiful... Butterfly. Beautiful yeah. sexual butterfly. <laughs> Those poor caterpillars. Getting need- shocked for science. They did not deserve that. No. Neither does Zach. Neither does Zach. Come on, buddy. We're on your side. You got to dial it back a lot, but you can, you can get there, Zach. Help me help you, Zach. Help me help I bet you. he used to watch that show on MTV called The Pickup Artist. Oh, yeah, dude. He fucking is all about... what? What's that guy's name? Mystery? I don't know. That's before my time. <laughs> just, he was this dude who looks a lot like Zach Bagans, but with longer hair, I think. And he wore this big top hat because it's... Called, it's, it's called peacocking. Oh, okay. It's oh. a lot of shitty guys. Nice guys finish last type guys. Right. Uh, Men babies. You ever see a fedora? Run. Mm-hmm. If you see a fedora and that person is not currently playing a 1920s gangster in a uh, community theater production, that's a bad sign. And guess who owns a um, kind of fedora? Zach Bagans. Oh, Mr. Bagans. It's actually a, a, a bowler derby, which is the kind <laughs> that is just round on top like an idiot would wear. Oh, he wears it in his book, right? Yes, the, he does. The... Um... I am haunted. Uh, no, not the I Dark am haunted. World. Dark world. That's it. And it wouldn't be an episode of Insanely Haunted if we didn't bring up I am haunted and Dark World. Yeah, they're books that he kind of wrote. He ghost. Well, he had a ghostwriter, and I imagine that person's life it was a real ghost. Was, oh my god! <laughs> so um, that's that episode of Ghost Adventures. Oh, it was awful, but it was really good. It was really something. Did you guys have a favorite moment from it? Oh, because for me it was Zach. Um, slipping and falling five times and landing directly on his tailbone, which probably hurt kind of a lot, especially since he was wearing a mic pack at the time. I think my favorite had to be, can you please do me a favor and touch a part of my body? Yeah. It's just sad and pathetic. And it's one of those things like, it's like when you watch Extreme Hoarders and you feel better <laughs> about yourself. You know, you feel like you don't have that much. At least mess, I'm not there. You know, you know I, I don't have to stoop to that level. Exactly. That's kind of what this episode felt like. It really made me feel like I have control over my life. <laughs> you just feel a little less lonely when you watch this episode. So remember that the next time you're feeling a little sad. Or maybe next Valentine's Day, if you don't have a Valentine. Next holiday, you're not spending it with someone. Turn on this episode and you'll feel a lot less bad about yourself. <laughs> this um, is Ghost Adventures as self-care. Really. Yes. How not to be. A book unwittingly written by Zach Bagans. <laughs> Um, I would say my favorite part of this episode was every single moment where he was doing something dumb in front of strangers. Ugh, there was a lot. That's a really, like, a, a an uncommon peek into the Zach Bagan psyche. Like, really getting to see him with strangers and how they react to him. Because mm-hmm. I think he, he perceives them as reacting to him in a way that's not actually what's happening. Like, you know, Anigo Montoya in... The Princess Bride, where he says to the dude, you keep saying that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. And I feel like that's Zach and how he sees the people around him reacting to him. 
not what he thinks it is. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, <laughs> honestly, there's got to be some something for this, because I think I don't know. We've all met a guy that was just he was just beyond everyone else you know he when you're speaking to him he doesn't necessarily make eye contact with you and when you're talking to him he just doesn't have a firm grasp on reality and he thinks that he's hot shit and and a lot of the times they are attractive guys but i think in zach's case it's just like does he understand that he's he's not that I guess I don't I feel like some people are going to know exactly what I'm talking about with like the guys that you meet where it's just hard to have like a, a normal one on one conversation because their head is so far up their own ass that they can't even they can't even talk to a person normally. And that's Zach. Yeah. Well, we certainly hope you enjoyed listening to us. Uh, uh. <laughs> that is the ghost coming out of your tummy. The ghost of the food you ate coming out. Oh. It's it's the nausea I I felt from watching this episode. True. Mm. Um. Fuck. <laughs> if you want to know how not to behave around other human beings, please watch this episode. He's like a reverse Beesbo, Zach Bagans. What's Beesbo? Beesbo's the the alien, the alien that teaches children how to be polite. Oh God! On everything is terrible. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. We're still reeling, if you're wondering. Yeah, we're. This was challenging television, and I really want to thank you for coming with us on this journey. Um, your support means so much to us, mm -hmm. and of course, since we don't really pay to advertise this show, the best way to help us out is to tell a friend about Insanely Haunted, because I'm sure. I am sure that you know somebody who would be into ghost adventures, so please give them the gift of ghost adventures. And if you're going to give them the gift of ghost adventures, why not give them the gift of Insanely Haunted? It so. is a great first date night test. Actually, it kind of is. That's really true. If you want to test, if, if this person that you are spending an evening with is going to be your future soulmate. Ghost adventures. Ghost adventures. Maybe your sexuality is ghosts. You know, maybe you guys have that in yeah, common. Yeah, maybe you guys got a, a thing. You can have a ghostly menage a trois. Yeah, it can happen to you, folks. Take it from me. We also have <laughs> <laughs> there's the tip jar on our website if you want to support us in that way. That's cool too. Uh, as always, you can go to insanelyhauntedpodcast.com. Uh, no, just insanelyhaunted.com. I'm fucking this up every time. Insanelyhaunted.com. Something like that. And you, and you can see the beautiful art that Cassie does for our show. Um, the other beautiful art that was done for our show is done by our friend Leandra, who has a podcast called Love Boat. You can check that out. She did her own art, too. And the music is a uh, royalty-free track by some guy who calls himself Argo Fox. I have no idea who Argo Fox is, but thank you. Mm -hmm. um, hey, do you think it's like, is it halfway to Halloween? Let's no, see. Not, not quite yet, I don't think. It was 250 days on Christmas. 253? Um... Okay. April will be sometime in. Okay. It's sometime in April because it's 10 months between April and October. I mean, six months between April and October. I just Sorry. need it to be Halloween already. Yeah. But tell I always us, need it to be Halloween. Write to us and tell us what your Halloween costume is. We should have Halloween in July. Ooh, shit. Yeah. We're going to do Halloween in summer. No, it'd have to be in May. Halloween <gasps> in May. It's even closer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it'll be a good time. You guys should do that too. Yeah. Anyway, that's about it. Um, mm. Leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher. Send on, us an email. Send us an email, insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We Thanks do take for requests. recommending this episode, Roger. Thank you, Roger. Um, and if you want to become the person who recommends us episodes, do. I mean, we're not really committed to going through this thing in perfect chronological order because the DVDs are so fucked up in the order that they're in anyway. It would be kind of a pipe dream to try and do that. Just as long as we can like stay within the season. 
Oh, and like seasons that we own. Yeah, also. <laughs> on DVD. Not according to reality, but they're all fucked up. Anyway, that's about all I got. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks again for listening. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Taylor. And you just heard a Class A EVP.